in the Western Conference, it, like sitting at like uh, up top at the number one spot in the West currently is the Lakers. Surprising basically no one. Um, I, I don't know. They just let me look at their let's pull, let me like, let me pull up their numbers. It's just, but it's just like it's one of the things that don't really require questioning. Exactly, it's like LeBron and AD. Yeah, as long as they're healthy, they'll be fine. Like what? AD is averaging twenty-two. LeBron's averaging twenty-four. Schroeder's averaging fourteen. Kuzma ten. Harold twelve. Gasol's basically just there to rebound and uh, get assists. And well, and play defense, of course. But. Man. Like it, I mean, it's a slightly different team from last year, but it's just like they're a good team. Like, I, wait, where did I don't remember where did uh Rondo go? Rondo went to the Hawks. Man. I've got questions now, but <laughs> he went to go mentor Trey Young allegedly. That would be inter- that'd be very interesting. Like those have got to be some interesting conversations. Oh yeah, you know it's just nothing but brain picking. That man ain't giving nothing but jewels to that young dude. <clears throat> like, and then he's just there to like make everybody more dangerous. Just like exactly. It's like you just here, I like, just need a backup point guard. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, the Suns. A bit look- of a surprise. The Suns. I said a bit of a surprise. The Suns. At this point, if you were surprised by the Suns being this good, I do understand this good this early. But if you were surprised by the Suns being good, I don't know why you would. Just stop doubting Chris Paul at this point. Like he, we, He's shown enough that whatever the group of people he is around, he can make them a playoff team. Like, I didn't say a winning playoff team. I just say he could make them a playoff team. He could do that by himself. And this is weirdly one of the better supporting cast uh, he's had. Well, I mean, the only other time he's really been in a situation is with the Thunder last year. And I low-key think the Suns have a better cast overall than... They when, do. They're, they're a bit older. Yeah. Um, more experienced. Um, but, like, I'm not surprised they're good. I'm surprised they're this good. And maybe it's just from a little bit from, like, seasons prior, because prior to last season, they were trash. Last season, they came out swinging early and kind of dropped off. Um, and then came at kind of strong in the bubble, but it didn't matter. Um, because they, they were too far back. Uh, but, like, it's, it's actually kind of nice to see them, like, being good, you know? Right. Like, Devin Booker isn't, like, going to be wasting his talents now. He's going to make the playoff. Um, DeAndre Ayton is, you know, a bit of a traditional big man, but, like, I like traditional big men, and he's very good at it. So He's really good at defense this year? I, let's see, statistically, he's averaging, like, a block in, like, 23. That's it. But like I, I'd have to look real into that. I'd have to catch a Suns game. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch Suns versus Cleveland. Cleveland. That's gonna be the game I'm gonna watch. That sounds like a fun game. 
Yeah, two two teams I never thought I'd actually want to see. But, well. Yeah, bro. Yeah, not since uh, LeBron in Steve Nash. Like, that's, that's the only other time I can ever think about actually wanting to see the Suns versus Cleveland. That, that makes sense. Sad news. But, um... The Suns actually have some really good wins to start off. Like, they beat the Mavericks. Uh, they slaughtered the Pelicans. Uh, they beat they one out against the Nuggets. Uh, they beat the Jazz. Um, I would be excited about them beating the Raptors, but, you know, we just saw that what their record is. Uh, they beat the Pacers. So, you know. They beating up on the top lead, like both conference, conferences' best teams. So, let me know you're doing some Chris Paul magic out there. <clears throat> uh, I guess we can talk about the Clippers, bro. I really don't want to talk about the sorry-ass Clippers. I mean, they are sitting at number three, sorry as they may or may not be. Bro, they just have... They have the sorriest moments I've ever seen. Like, it, it just might be like a franchise thing that's been exacerbated, but you lose by 50, and then you have, you, like, fall apart in the second half against the Warriors. Like, that's, that's just, like, two really bad losses in my in my head. Like, if, if we were looking at this like it was March Madness, I'd be concerned. All right. But, like, the thing is, it's like, they've had, yeah, they've had some, like, I'm not really going to defend any of it, right? Because, like, uh, Paul George spent part of the offseason criticizing Doc Rivers and then, like, disappears for a couple games early. Like, you can't do that. But, like, they're also, like, more geared, supposedly they're more geared for, like, postseason. Which makes a certain amount of sense outside of the fact they don't, outside of Serge Ibaka, they don't, well, I guess they have Zubak, but he's just kind of there. They don't really have, like, anything to, like, deal with the big men, like AD or Aiton, whenever the playoffs roll around. Um, I think. Abaka Abaka is still serviceable enough on the defensive end that he can he can't do nothing against AD. But nobody in the league for real can do anything against AD. AD kind of just makes it happen. But I, I feel like you can slow down Aiton, where you're not really worried about him destroying the Clippers. And you you let Aiden get his uh twenty and ten and be fine. I mean, would the Clippers be fine though? That is a very good question that I wish I could answer for you. Because there's so much there. And then they do sucky things. And I, I don't I don't I don't condone it. But like also just kind of looking at their stats, grant granted, like I probably should have been looking a little closer at other team stats, but this is so far, this is the only team we've talked about who's in a playoff spot who like Outside of their top two scores, nobody else is averaging more than 12 points a game. And, like, that could be a problem for them. 
Because mm-hmm. we, we already saw what it was like when <clears throat> when Paul, I mean, not Paul George, but when Kawhi Leonard didn't play. When they didn't play and they ran into the mass, they got 50 at the half and then lost by 50. Like, I'm, like I said this at the beginning of the season, and I'm going to probably say this every episode going forward, because I've said it for like the last three weeks. If Paul George is your dude, and then it's like some other people who can't really score or don't have a lot of gravity, you're going to have issues. And it's not completely Paul George's fault, but let's just say his back is not as strong as um, my man's that plays for the Wizards. Or Zach Levine's for that matter. Like, you just... I like you. I really do. It's yeah, awesome. they, I feel like they get to the playoffs. They're going to have scoring issues. Not Kawhi and George necessarily. Like, not Leonard and George necessarily. But, like, the the rest of your team, like, the like barely average double digits. Like, yeah. you don't have a real number. Thir- you don't really have a third option like that. Right. And if Lou Will isn't scoring the way Lou Will normally scores, or at least can get to like a 15 to 18 point like level, it's really hard to have Lou Williams on the floor. He doesn't play defense. Like his percentages are okay, but he's only averaging 10 a game. Like he's averaging 10 a game on 54% from the field and like 40% from three. Good numbers just... Like Let's hope those numbers look like that when they get to the playoffs. Um, guess we can talk about the Jazz. No, I, ain't, I ain't watched a single Jazz game this year that I can think of. Um, and I can't think of, like, any big roster moves either that kind of happen. Like, if they're the four seed, just I sounds mean, like I, the Jazz. Like, I don't think they had, like, major roster moves um, this time through. Um, yeah, I think they kept it kind of quiet. I guess they, like, outside of, I don't know, adding some folks from, like, the draft and stuff. Yeah. Um, Conley seems to be playing better relative to certainly the start of last season. Yeah. Um, which is good news for them. Uh, Clarkson is playing pretty well. I don't know, like, his defense will probably still suspect if we watch <laughs> games, but... His offense is fine. He's averaging 16 points off 49% shooting. Impressive. Especially for him. Um, Gobert is playing well after um, getting his money, I guess. Averaging 12 points, 13 rebounds, 2.8 blocks. It's weird. This just sounds like the Jazz to be. I mean, it's... I mean, outside of I guess the fact that I guess Conley struggled for point like earlier in last season, yeah. and like last season was statistically his worst in a little minute. Honestly, um, like he seems to have more or less found the groove again. So even if they didn't add anybody, that's that's an improvement. But it's it's still basically the Jazz. You're right. Like. Yeah. 
I guess we can move on to the Warriors. They are no longer a dumpster fire. So, I guess the addition of Draymond Green does kind of right the ship a little bit. But um, Andrew Wiggins also decided to bring his shooting to the Warriors at some point. Like, did you, Pete? Yeah, kind of. Because it's just like, he started out, him and Aubrey were trash. I think Aubrey, is Aubrey still struggling? Uh, Kelly Oubre, I have, I don't know what Kelly Oubre is. I didn't even, I didn't even look into his stats. I don't, I'm not sure. No, but like, the thing was, right, like, there was some dumb thing I saw on like Reddit or something. That basically, if you take out Oubre's three-point shooting, the the Warriors are fourth in the league in three-pointers, in three-point percentage. But if you add it, it drops them to like 16th or something. I'm, he's, like, like it's been. He's currently shooting at a at a top tier clip of thirteen percent from three. No, I've I've never seen that before. <laughs> I've, I've never seen the NBA player shoot that bad three before. And I watched Russell Westbrook for like ten years in OKC. I have that's. I'm I'm so glad Kelly Oubre is six seven and one of the most athletic human beings in the in the NBA because that is that is literally his saving grace at this point. Like, oof, that's um, six point five. Like I feel like the addition of Green probably just I don't know maybe he fusses at Wiggins. It's like, hey, you need to shape up. We're we're playing like ass. But also, like, apparently Draymond has kind of been mentoring Wiseman, like, defensively and stuff. Because, yeah. like, I've seen some of the clips of him, like, talking about it. Also, like, he's just a really smart player. Who, Wiseman or Draymond? I'm talking about Draymond right now. Oh, yeah. And in fairness, until I started seeing some of these clips of him, like, talking about the game, like, I wasn't aware of just, like, how... How smart of a player was like you can watch him and be like, oh, he's a smart player, but then you hear him talk about it, and it's just like, oh, he knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah, I think anytime you can be considered at some point a star in the league without scoring more than like fifteen points a game, it or pulling down like a rebound at like fifteen points, like ten points, I mean. The way Draymond gets it done is, like, very unique. And I don't know, like, another person that can get entered into the star conversation with having the stats that he does. Like, it, it's, it's it's all about knowing the game with him. It's that's, interesting. That's entirely fair. And, yeah. like, it's not like, from a stats point, it's also not like he's, like, lit it up since he's, like, gotten back. Currently averaging four points, five rebounds, six assists. Oh, he and 1.3 steals. But like, just like, after directing traffic. Giving, basically. That's basically what he's doing. He's just like, hey, yo, they're about to do this, this, and this. And we're going to do this, this, and this. That's, 
that like, he should really coach when he retires. That makes me think about like the the Warriors when they had KD was really unfair because you have one of the greatest scoring options of all time, and then you got the dude that just knows everything too. Like you, like you, like when you think about it, just like from a like a talent perspective, just looking at like how good they were, like Steph Curry being the best shooter of all time, Clay Thompson probably being second, Kevin Durant being Kevin Durant, and then Draymond Green being the whiz kid, and then you got like Kevon Goody. Which is like, it's not your fault. It's just, you don't look right in the group picture. Go ahead, stand behind Kevin Durant. So we ain't gotta, we ain't gotta really be here like that. Uh, also, Wiseman's been playing. He, he so far he's having a good rookie season. Yeah, I'm currently averaging what ten points, six rebounds, one and a half blocks, um, shooting forty percent from three so far. On one, on like one and a half, make yeah. takes the game. So it's not like he's just chucking it from back there. But yeah. yeah. That that granddad shot got to go in at some point, right? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, what does my dad would say? You practice it. If you practice any shot, you practice enough will go in. Yeah. Should you be shooting it? Probably not. But you know, to each his own. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the Mavericks at number six, five and four this season. They will. Their game probably- got close. You said what? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the game got postponed. And um, Porzingis was supposed to, like, get his first minutes of the season. Um, that was That's disappointing for me because I saw that and I'm like, I'm going to watch this game because it's on a channel. I'd act like I'm at, like, or like a service I actually have. But that's going to have to wait. Um, but, of course, Luka Doncic is Luka Doncic. Exactly. Um, like that said, though, like he's 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 apparently struggling from three early, but he's getting the numbers. Yeah, I don't know if he can shoot for real, like from three, because he's always struggled. Like this is this is only his third season, but he wasn't he didn't have a high percentage his, his rookie year. Sophomore was pretty much the same. I don't know if he's gonna be able to shoot it and. Weirdly, that's not a problem. Well, it's just like there are players like him, like uh, Jimmy Butler, who like can still be because they do other things really well. You can still yeah. be effective without necessarily having the three. And like I get that people are like, you know, you need to space the floor and everything, but everybody doesn't need to do that. Like, and like smart players will manage to be effective, and it's okay if they shoot mid range shots. If no shots go down, um, but interestingly, he appears to have gotten progressively worse at three shooting three since he's been in the league. Like I'm just looking at the numbers right now, and like this might just be a slump, and like his stuff moves back up, or like it'll show he improved by the end of the season. But like he's currently sitting at 22% from deep so far, um, off seven attempts a game, and his rookie season, he was shooting 32%. Um, he was shooting last year. 
31%. I told you, progressively worse. Why is this happening? Only God knows. Because that doesn't really make sense to me. It almost makes me, like, I when they were scouting and doing, like, the draft, I never heard them mention that he can't really shoot. At least from three. But I guess that's not really a issue when you are offense unto yourself. Like you just, you just nice. Yeah, but like this is gonna be the first thing people point to when like they get they get surprisingly knocked out of like the first round or something hypothetically. Like they probably wouldn't. Like I feel like he could get through a first round team and like with Porzingis back, that's gonna help him. Because, like, they have somebody else to really pay attention to besides him and apparently Tim Hardaway Jr. Tim Hardaway uh, Jr. be coming in clutch. I appreciate him. I can't, like, I might have to catch a Mavs game. I can't even argue. Yeah. 18 points off. Like, he, he's, he's currently the best shooter on the team, looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I can't, I can't argue with that. He's putting up numbers. If it wasn't for Seth Curry, he would have been the best shooter on the team last year, too. Huh. Oh, man. He got a a stroke, bro. He'd be knocking it down. Uh, I guess the next team on the list is the Blazers. Uh, Allen's personal disappointment. I'm... I... I think the happiest thing that's coming from this season season is CJ McCollum is going to earn an all-star spot playing the way he is. And um, it's no shade to Dame at all. <clears throat> Clearly, um, the league and them want to have turns where CJ gets to be the superstar and Dame gets to take the backseat. And it's probably nothing that Dame is doing. Um, I see the way defenses play him, and they try to take him out of the game, which is almost weird because C.J. McCollum has never gave us a reason to show that he can't replace Dame's production. I mean, looking at the numbers, they're basically the same dude. Like, like it's it's always kind of been there. Like, I get why, like, C.J., I mean... Dame gets more of the love. He has more time to establish, but that's that's almost one they won't be at that point. They also look like they have a similar problem to the Clippers, and that what? they don't. Have, they have a similar. It looks like from a again the stats. They don't have. They have a similar problem to the Clippers. They don't have a real number three. It's like yes, they have Melo, but he's averaging twelve a game. Like this is old. This is old Melo. This isn't like mm-hmm. Nick's Melo. Or OKC Mellow. Or Nuggets Mellow. Like, this, this is old Mellow. Hey, I hate to say it. This is the old man in the corner at the gym. Like, I mean, he's he knocking down his shots that are in the corner. Exactly. That's what he do. He gonna knock down the shots. He gonna... <clears throat> he, he has a specific game. He can get his production. And he's one to come in clutch for you. But... He is not going to give you twenty. He's not really your your third option. Okay, maybe I is Rodney Hood not supposed to be better than 
what I'm looking at, I feel. See, Rodney Hood, I want to say it was 28, the 2018 playoffs. Rodney Hood showed so much promise, and then he had that. I believe it was the Achilles injury mm-hmm. the next season. And I think we're going to have that slow grind to him getting back to the point where he can possibly well, be that third scoring option. Because I, I like him as a scorer. He's he's good. He has solid size. He can shoot. It's, I really just hope this is just like a, a injury bug and he can come back next year. Hopefully, because it, it looks like, like you look at his stats over the course of his career, it looks like an anomaly. Yeah, yeah. Because he's a double-digit scorer for about his, his career at this point, right? Yeah. But he's yeah. currently averaging 1.9 points per game. Uh, playing 13 minutes a game. How many games has he played? He's played seven. I... Was it... My inner voice felt like season? Terry Stotts. Was he hurt last season? He only played 21 games. Yeah, he was hurt last season. That's oh. that's where the Achilles injury came from. Or oh. ACL, something like that. Yeah. It was season ended. But, like, I, I don't know. It's just, maybe it's just me, and I like teams that, like, not so much have a variety of scoring options. There's various dudes you can kind of go to and kind of play it by ear. But, like, I'm kind of I, I feel concerned for the Blazers and the Clippers just because like if your two best players have an off night don't at least from any given you don't have a dude who can like pick it up for you at the moment at least it's not showing up in the stats. Yeah, no, I, I completely 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 agree with you, especially at this point in the juncture. Um, <clears throat> I've been on the record saying this since pretty much the beginning of the season. This uh, Blazers roster is awful. This is this is not a good constru- constructed team whatsoever. Like, um, they don't have anybody that can defend. They don't have anybody that can really score outside of Damon CJ. And all of that is going to get exposed, especially when... I don't think... I think they're going to be. If, if I, okay, quick. Can mm-hmm. Nurkic and Covington defend? Nurkic, Nurkic, Nurk is all right, but he's also having a not good season. Like he he looks completely different. Even the production is off. And Robert Covington, I I don't know what's I I don't know what's going on. Like I Robert Covington is really normally really good. He can play defense. He has size. Um, he can shoot the three. And I don't see any of that with the Blazers. And I don't know if he was always um, playing on teams where they had other people that could play defense too. Because I, <clears throat> he looked good with the Rockets. Um, he looked like he could defend with the 76ers. He was a really good defender when he was with Minnesota. And maybe you can give me some insight on some stats. I don't see any of that well, translating for the Blazers. Yeah. 
it's just like looking at it's like looking at defensive rating per yeah. hundred possession. It's it's weird because it's like it's the so far it's the best one he's had. Um, but you go to like I guess defensive BPM, and it's like the one of the lower he's on the lower end with it. Like it's in a nose dive relative to like just a season ago. Yeah, bro. The only thing I can think of is the way this is constructed, the way the roster is constructed. There is no one <laughs> that can play defense but Robert Covington. And that is Trailblazers. My bad. The Trailblazers. The only person that can play defense is Robert Covington. And it just so happens that um, if your entire defense is reliant on one wing, you've probably lost. <laughs> yeah. Because he can't it's, guard everybody. It's, that's ultimately the thing with, like, if you have – it's a team with only, like, one good defender for real. Because it's just, like, they're – like, I – now I kind of want to see a Blazers game just to see how he goes about it, because I would assume, because I feel like something that I've noticed with good defenders, and granted, maybe this is more of a, like, a lower, like, a high school, maybe some college thing, like, a good defender, if you don't trust your teammates to play good defense, you sag way off your man. Like, you just, especially if they stuck you with some dude who does, like, who's not going to play for real, like, like you, you sag off, because you know you can. But like you can't get everybody. Yeah, you you can't. And and asking that man to do that would just be selfish. That's a that's a load, bro. You ain't you ain't he ain't at the back for it. He not. He, right. uh, he, I don't even want to talk about the Blazers no more. They frustrated me. Uh, let, let's talk about something that's gonna bring me some happiness. The Thunder with the number eight seed. Um, I personally like them at this position. Um, if they can stay here where they do make the playoffs, but they can also get like a middle-of-the-way draft pick, it just looks good for the future. And I appreciate that because they have talent. Like Lee Dort, I mean, not Lee Dort. Um, Lou Dort, he looks yeah. really what you say? Uh, oh, no, ignore me, ignore me. Yeah, Lou Dort looks really good this year. He can shoot the ball and is still one of the better def- perimeter defenders in the league. Um, they just have, like, a really good package. Like, I <clears throat> I said this earlier. In 2026, I will go back to being a full-fledged fan. That's when all those draft picks are going to cash in. And I feel like we'll be really good then. But, um, you know, I got an eye on them. I appreciate it. I like this. I like to see what the young roster has. Yeah, Dort's improved a bunch. He's improved offensively. Um, granted, like they're if we want to be like a number one option or like number two option, their only option in the traditional sense is, looks like it's Gillis Alexander. Yeah. But like they also do have a bunch of other. Like, his teammates contribute. A lot of his teammates contribute. Yeah. Darius um, Baisley looks good. Like, they will prop, like, they'll, 
Martin would be like, they'll probably be fine. They, they probably play... No, no, no. Correction. They play more decent than, like, Portland. But, like, Dort can probably do that solo. Yeah. But... Yeah. Oh, and, like, they have Al Horford, which certainly helps. Like, they, they have a good combination of, like, older veterans and, like, almost not-so-young guys. Like, Gildress Alexander is, like, three years in the league, which is usually when you start hitting your strat. So, like, I'm not upset with this production. I'm actually, like, really excited about the future of the Thunder. Uh, uh, where were we? Just and moving from the Thunder, we have the Spurs, who are solidly in playoff contention, but are behind the Thunder because they played one more game already. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched anything from the Spurs. I don't kind of intend to either. Um, I weirdly know exactly what I'm getting with Greg Popovich at this point. Um, team's going to be decent defensively. They're not going to shoot a lot of threes. Um, and it's going to look good. And if they don't make the playoffs again this year, which I really don't see them doing, um, this is like two years in a row where the Clippers don't make the – I mean, not the Clippers, sorry. Uh, The two years in a row where the Spurs don't make the playoffs, and I'm okay with this, considering I saw them do it for like 25 years. Like, didn't they make, they, they had, like, the longest, yeah. like, it's okay. Every, <laughs> every uh, team has their down year, and I'm okay with you being out. Because when you come back to dynasty mode, it ain't gonna do nothing besides make me mad. I already know you're gonna break my heart, especially with this Thunder team. Something gonna happen. I, my only point of concern so far for the Spurs looking at it, whether or not they make the playoffs is like their two best rebounders are both guards. Which, I mean, like, they're, they're clearly solid rebounders at seven rebounds a game, but like, still, you know, like, you feel like, like, like Aldridge is averaging five rebounds a game currently. Oh. I mean, it it makes sense at this point. The guys that he, that he has on his rosters that are his league guys, they're aging superstars. Like Demar Derozan has been in the league for what more than thirteen years at this point. Yeah, um, you can say the same about Lamarcus Aldridge. Like, it, is this this is usually around the time where you decline? So. If that's all you got for the Spurs and you got some good young talent, I'll see you in 2026, too. But, I mean, I feel like they got a decent chance of making the playoffs, though. They seem to have a bit more scoring punch as a group than other teams we've looked at. They have, for example, DeRozan's currently averaging 21, Murray 16, Aldridge 15, Mills 15, Johnson 13, Walker 13, Rudy Gay is averaging 11. 
as a group, I feel like they have a bit like there's a bit more you can work with comparatively. But whether or not it'll be enough is a whole separate question. Yeah, because I agree with you. Like hearing the scoring being that balance is like really promising for them. But uh, the next three teams we have to talk about. The next three things, uh, next three teams we have to talk about. Oh. I don't think they're better than. <laughs> like we well, we can talk about the Kings. I'll say three of the, the next Kings four teams. Like and I'm I, like I'm not like I'll have to watch the Kings before I'll give you the Kings. I'm sorry. Yeah, and we're talking about at least eleven teams that we truly believe can make the playoffs out west. And I am supposed to believe that at some point the Nuggets won't click together while um, Jokic is having this, like, MVP-esque season. Um, that that eventually won't click. Their offense starts to look better, and they leapfrog the Spurs. And I just got a lot of faith in the Pelicans. And going up that list for the Spurs, like one through eight, I don't think they're better than any of those teams. Like maybe you can have an argument with the Thunder and and the Blazers, but CJ and Dame are gonna fight way too hard to really like give up the edge there. So you only better than two of the 11 teams, go ahead and take that ninth seed. We'll, we'll see you next year. Um, shoot. I kind of mentioned Jokic, so let's go ahead and move on to the Nuggets. Uh, who are kind of disappointing early. Right. But it looks like they're hitting their stride. They won their last two games. Um, and, they, and they won against, well, one good opponent in beating the 76ers. But I also think that was the 76er game where they only had like seven people. And then they beat up on the Knicks. So they've actually they currently actually have a better road record than home record so far. Three and one on the road, yeah. two and four at home. Yeah. And yeah. zero and two in overtime. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Missing I do not know why Jeremy Grant left this Nuggets team. I don't know why outside of money. Because I, I, I just really think he's like the defensive linchpin for them. Like, I, I think he was the dude that kind of made things work, that rangy 16, 6'10 athlete that can kind of guard a bunch of different positions. I, I really think they probably needed that more than they let on. But they um, also probably got to slide some big contracts come within like they, two years. My understanding also is like he wanted to I guess have, I, I guess he wanted to go somewhere where we could have a bigger offensive role and like he wasn't going to get a much bigger one at the Nugget, fairness. But like it, like he he would have been better like from a if you want to be like I want to have the most fun career possible he's better off sticking with the Nugget because they'd be more than happy to keep him but they also, whether or not they'd want to pay him what, like, what the, 
what the Pistons would pay him is a separate thing. I can understand that necessarily. All I got to say is give that man what he wants. Give him uh, Bow Bowls minutes. Go ahead, send Bow Bow to the G League until he can complete like 30 push ups in a row. Don't have him back. Uh, but it's too late. Go get it together. I got faith in him. How's yeah. Jamal Murray doing? Jamal Murray is averaging just shy of 20 a game. Like, he's not putting up numbers like he was in the bubble. And, like, I feel like people are acting like his numbers are somehow, like, he should have just come from, like, having a long, like, postseason straight into, like, this season, me, like, dropping the say, like, putting up 30 and 40. I, yeah. I don't really understand that, but he's he's doing fine. He's doing fine. Like, yeah. he's playing well. Joe Kick is averaging a triple-double so far. Um, Porter is putting up 19 a game um, off 56% shooting and 42% from deep. Uh, through his first, in fairness, through his first four games. Like, through four games um, for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Millsap is Millsap. You know what you're getting at this point. Yeah. Harris, my understanding was he's he's kind of been struggling early, but like he's averaging about ten a game. Barton's averaging about ten a game. Like it's a surprisingly balanced attack overall. Um, like they will like they, they like they're they're too good to like not make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about we've been talking about this all season long. That is an extremely deep team that has like six dudes, six to seven dudes that can be in double figures any night. In when everybody else figures that out, they'll be fine. R.J. Hampton's getting garbage minutes, and so is Bowl, I guess. Like, but Bowl, as we stated, the reason you don't play him is not because he can't play; it's because he get himself hurt. And you're not sure who you'd have him guard. But, you know, of course, in the offseason with R.J. Hampton, they continue to add talent they have no business adding. Hey. When R.J. So, R.J. Hampton is from, like, where I live currently in Dallas. Mm -hmm. Like, his high school is five minutes up the road. So I watched him, like, destroy people his junior year. Um, I realized he was, like, a crazy athlete, but I didn't realize how crazy until he went to New Zealand. And um, I forget they played OKC in a preseason game. And the way R.J. Hampton was burning like NBA legitimate NBA defenders that tried to close out on him, I was like, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> this isn't good for like anybody else that's really guarding him on the wing. Um so if he can like figure everything out, it'd be like a solid player, like a year or two, they'll they'll have another dude to add to that stable of seven to ten dudes that can seven to eight dudes that can go get to him points. 
it's it's eight. Just it's eight. <laughs> like, and then like the next dude is still like six points, five points, four points. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm not really worried about them at this point. Um, like you have you have to you have to go like twelve players deep to get somebody who's putting up numbers you consider to be a scrub, and that first dude is Hampton. So. He's supposed to be. He's supposed to be a scrub because of the rookie status. Yeah, that's a really talented team. Mm-hmm. Like from a talent perspective, that 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 team is up there. Um, let's go ahead and go to the Pelicans. I just real quick though, what I want to say, like mm-hmm. looking at ages and whatever, Paul Millsap is the only is the oldest person on the roster. Like. But the next oldest person is 30, and that's Barton, I think. Yeah. It's like, you know why they why, why they have him. Like, you're, you're, you're here to, like, be the old guy. And I legitimately, I feel like he could have, um, I'm drawing a blank on my mans. He played for the Warriors. Uh, Iguodala. Huh? No. Iguodala. Uh, the guard. Um, Sean Livingston. Mm-hmm. I could I could see him having like a sh- like a Sean Livingston impact for this Nuggets team being like the old head who can just like come in and get buckets in the mid range and like come up with like good plays. Like I, I could see him doing that at like age thirty three, where he comes in plays like 20, 20 minutes a game, gets ten points, like makes some good plays, and then just calls it a day. Uh, Barton? Yeah. Um, but next up, we, of course, have one of the more entertaining teams in the league in uh, the Nuggets. I mean, not the Nuggets, the Pelicans. <laughs> already, we already looked at the Nuggets. You good, bro. Uh, the Pelicans. I ain't got nothing for you here. Um, everybody looks improved. If they're still at four and five, I really just think they need time to cook. Like I, I, I don't got no notes for the Pelicans. Just keep going. Hey. Yeah. Maybe just some of them do time to play. I'm just like I feel like they should have had they should have a bigger roster. But regardless, yeah, they probably just need time at this point. Ingram's playing well. Williamson is playing well, of course. Um. I am confused about Lonzo Ball, but he's not really playing poorly. What about Lonzo? Just like his, it's, let me pull it. It's just like really, I guess the assists, mm-hmm. like the, the the playmaking, and to a lesser extent, rebounding. Like I, I don't really care about his rebounding that much, but like so far, he's averaging four assists a game. He averaged seven last season. Um, fairness, he averaged 5.4 the season before that, but he averaged 7.2 his rookie season. Um, granted, like, that his second year in the league, they had LeBron, so. But still. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, I, I like the Pelicans. Um, I do not like the next four teams, though. Like, I, I don't have any notes on the Kings. I don't know what's going on with the Rockets um, because of their, 
like COVID protocol, I feel like I haven't really got to see everybody play together and play like meaningful minutes. I feel like this is another team that's going to need some time to kick the tires. Mm-hmm. Job Morant plays for the Grizzlies. That's a true statement, and that's something I, I can say without a doubt. Um, Carl Anthony Towns plays for the Timberwolves. One, I know you can do a little bit better than that. And, like, I mean, I, I don't even know what I wanted to do for two. But, like, the Grizzlies, they, they really can't go anywhere but up. But hold on, wait. Let's get to the people ahead of them first. And I'll talk about them a little bit. Yeah. Hey, hold up. Give me a second. All right. Please buy it. Travel with Hooper brand. Generic product. Oh. We sell it for $35 a... Conspiracy theory plug, 9-11 was an inside job. Who are we talking about? Uh, we are on the uh, the Kings. All right, the Kings. Um, I really don't have anything about the Kings. I haven't watched a single Kings game. I have no interest in watching the Kings game. If they come on TV, maybe I'll watch. Um, actually, you know, at some point they have to play Dallas, and because I live in Dallas, that comes on normal cable. I'll watch that game. Um, I, looking at the stats, I don't have a whole lot to say. Um, have you ever looked at a stat sheet and be like, it kind of looks like everybody is struggling? I've only seen that in, like, one game. Like, I haven't seen it in, like, a single season type thing. Like, I've seen a game where everybody struggled, but not a season where everybody struggled. Yeah, fairness. I guess the Harrison Barnes isn't struggling relative to his career numbers, but like it, I don't know. It's like you look at some of the names and you look at the players, and you're kind of like, I feel like y'all should be better. <laughs> well, it's just like all right, cause, and you can tell me if like, cause, all right, cause, real quick, what what is their record currently? I know it's a trash one. It is four and six. Okay, so it's four and six. It's probably going to get worse. If for no other reason, then it's, it's the Kings. And, like, that's all the reason you need. But, because, um, what, they have Harrison Barnes, Buddy Held, 
Darren Fox, Tyree Taliburton, Rashad Holmes, Bagley, uh, Corey Joseph, Glenn Robinson, I, Namanja, <clears throat> I can't pronounce that. I'm sorry. I can't pronounce that man's last name. I'm sorry. Um, Hassan Whiteside, Kyle Guy, and a couple other dudes who definitely don't matter. Hassan Whiteside is back with the Kings. That's that's beautiful. That's full circle. I mean, he's not doing much of anything. He wasn't doing much of anything the first time either. Yeah, but you would expect him to do more than Why? that. He did more like than that be- when he left. Like, on other like teams. Be over him, like, one, I feel like we want him to be good more than he wants to be good. Like, that we is keep having probably these expectations in Buddy just being That's Buddy. True. That's probably true. I'm just glad he got paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's just like I look at him like, even if we ignore, you know, Whiteside not being that interested in being a good basketball player, um, like, I still feel like this should be a better team than than their record currently suggests they are. I heard a bunch of names that during um, trade season mm-hmm. is going to be it's going to be kind of open season. I I mean, they're all. I'm, like, mm-hmm. I'm just like if I'm another GM, like. Maybe this is just me, and I don't know what you need to give up for them, but, like, the only dude that I'd have particularly high on, like, my let's see if I can pry them from the, like, from from the uh, Kings list are basically Fox, Held, and Bagley. Maybe Halliburton. He's, he's doing pretty well so far. Yeah. But this is, like, his rookie season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, so far, it's a good rookie season, 12.5 assists. Um, but, like... I mean, like, if I'm because, like, I feel like, and like, you're gonna you try it one because, like, they could help plenty of teams, like, especially in the like, dependent like certain teams, and like, the Kings just aren't that well run of an organization. Like, I wouldn't say like they're the Knicks level bad. Like, at least I'll put it like this: they're interested in trying, but like. They just they just stuck at it. Um, I like the Knicks comparison, but one issue I have with it: it is a well known fact that the Knicks are incompetent. Yeah, the Kings may try to not be incompetent; they're just not good at it. So, like, you're trying is is it's. I'm glad you tried, but you still get a D. I'm not going to give you an F because you tried, but I'm going to give you a D. I'm going to need you to see, I'm going to need to see you next semester. Like, come back one more time because you didn't, you didn't learn enough. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, any Kings fans out there, I'm sorry. Um... Now, on to um, Before, more interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm not sorry for any Kings fans. 
You signed up for this. You don't have to do this. You can leave. You are not on a contract. You can do what you want with your life. You do not have to. You don't have to celebrate sorry. You can still be a fan and not celebrate sorry. Well, no, it's like, well, it's, here's the thing though: the silver lining for like, it, at least until further notice, silver lining for a Kings fan is like, at least you're not a Knicks fan. If like, you were a Knicks fan, you would have hope. <laughs> yeah, but like, you still have Dolan, so like, he's gonna mess, like, he's gonna interfere at some point anyway. Like, good, good times can't last. They haven't lasted. Basically, for as long as I can remember, and before that, my understanding. Hey, look, all I gotta say is, <clears throat> I have not, outside of the time where Chris Webber was there, I do not know a single time, as long as I've been a fan of the NBA and been watching basketball, I don't know the Kings to be in the playoffs. I want to feel like they've. Yeah, I've, it's like the thing is I have to start going back well before I paid much attention to the NBA. Um, mm-hmm. Like the Knicks got there more recently, I think, but like they had two, they, they had one good year, one mediocre year. And like they sold their soul to like four of those or something. Wait, was it them who got gave a bunch of draft picks? I'm mistaking them for the Nets. The Nets. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, the Nets got better. But, like, they also got slightly better ownership. Or maybe they didn't. I don't know. Point is, they they don't suck. And, but, it's probably not a good side when you spend more time talking about other teams than the team you're supposed to be talking about. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, on to 2006. So, 2006 was the last time they, they, they made the playoffs. Play. Okay. Garbage. <laughs> In fairness, it it wasn't because you know that it wasn't for a lack of like they 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 don't they don't have to do with any ah. like you had cousin and you had Evans and like why did you move Evans from point guard and whatever whatever you know what that's water under the bridge these dudes have had their whole careers at this point basically. Kings fans, move on. You ain't got to do it. Come back when they good. 2026, baby. <laughs> Say it with me. 2026. There's certain teams. 2026. Um, <laughs> random aside, there's a Twitter post. Um, I can't remember. Moving on, because I can't remember the names of people. Um, to the Rockets, who are currently sitting at a glorious 3-5 record. Um, they, I actually don't know what, what their issue is. I, I don't, like, I, here's the thing, like, I honestly, it's like, it's, it's very much a what am I, like, what do you want me to tell you? <laughs> I, I don't, it's just like, they, they, it's like, you got, like, Harden is averaging 26 points and 11, I mean, yeah, 26 points, 11 assists. Um, and may or may not want to be there. I think he feels a bit better about it than he did beginning of the season. Yeah. Um, not necessarily the highest bar to clear, 
but it's a good one to try and clear, trying to hold on to him. Um, Wall came back. He's playing solid basketball, especially considering he's barely played in years. Um, Christian Wood is playing good basketball. Like, those three players alone are combining for right at 70 points a game. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, Eric Gordon is Eric Gordon. You know what you're getting from him? He can fill it up. Um, Cousins has kind of struggled in his comeback. Um, I feel like after he like gets more time and adjusts, he'll probably be fine. But because like his game was never super predicated on being like super athletic anyway, so he'll be fine. And if and if nothing else, like assuming this team ends up being good, he can be the team enforcer. Exactly, you can just punch people. Right. That's fun. Like, uh, it's like plenty of people already don't like him, so it's just like, might as well play in. You're like, you're not going to like me anyway. Exactly. Have fun with it. Uh, <clears throat> so, I was looking through uh, their wins. Well, rather the Wait, losses. Wait, Martin still plays basketball? Wait, hold up. Is that the son? Yeah, that's his son. Okay, I'm about to be like, Wait, hold up. Hold up. That's hilarious. You're showing your age there, Calvin. <laughs> I here's the thing, I only like I only saw him play at the tail end though. Yeah. But still just like seeing the name. And the thing is, at least on here they didn't put the junior at the end. If they had put the junior, I'd have been good, but they didn't. It's like Kenyon Martin, I'm like, hold up, hold up. <laughs> like, but the son, it's like that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Yeah. But the, the Rockets don't even have good wins. Like, I hate to sound like a college person when I talk about this, but that's something I'm always interested in. Like, who did you who did you beat? Because that kind of that says a lot about you. Their three wins are the Kings, the Kings, and the Magic. Well, okay. Yeah. So you had to beat up on the lowly Kings to get two wins, and then you beat the Magic by 42. And let, let me go see if the and that that looks like the entire math team was there. Um, you beat them by forty two. I'm um, I'm not proud. And then you you they barely beat the Kings both times. Like they beat the Kings by three points on Thursday. And then they replayed again on Saturday. And they beat them by eight. I mean, hear me out. I'm 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 probably about we're all probably about to think I've I've lost my mind. What if what if like what if just hypothetically the Kings aren't complete trash? <clears throat> I'm okay with saying that about the Kings. But what I am hearing is the team that is not complete trash. You barely beat them. What does that mean about you? Point taken. I it just it just looks bad because they they lost against the uh, Pacers. It was a closer game. They lost by they lost by seven. They lost to the Mavs by thirteen. Um, they barely got one over on the Blazers. You know how I feel about the Blazers. I. <clears throat> 
and that was the first game of the season. I get it was COVID protocol. I think they probably would have beat the uh, Blazers at full strength because they needed because uh, the Blazers needed okay uh, needed overtime to beat them. But uh, yeah, they, they got to play the Lakers. They lost by eighteen against the Lakers. They got to play them again tomorrow. They ain't, they ain't got no faith in the Rockets right now. Like everybody got to come back. They got to play some games together. Uh, anybody check for a rocket? Go ahead and get that. Uh, if you don't get a lottery pick, go ahead and be okay with the sixth seed and get out of here after the first round. Because I, I don't really want to be bothered at this point so far. It's just, it's just very something seems disruptive. Like this 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 doesn't look good. I mean, they do have a lot of new pieces, including a new front office, basically, and a new coach. So, I don't know. It could just adjustments need to be made, I guess. Yeah, we're just looking at some growing pains, but um, I don't want to. Go ahead. (laughs) I'm going to change the channel. Uh, Speaking of growing pains, your Grizzlies. Okay, so... The first thing I would like to say is that um, we are not healthy right now. Excuse um, me. I mean, you say that, but okay. So here are the dudes that are currently out. Granted, I don't think two of them are getting would get playing time like that. That's the thing. <laughs> but um, Jonte Porter is out. Justice Winslow is out. Uh, John Contra is out. Tilly and Tilly is out. John Morant and Jared Jackson Jr. are out. Um, so, like, those, those are your two, your two best players. Um, I'm, well, I'm pretty sure Winslow's start since play good defense. He's out. Like, you're basically running backups and like backups and Valencia units and Brooks, depending on how you feel about him. Or sometimes even just what day it is. Because he's one of them dudes that can shoot you into the game, but is confident enough to shoot you out of one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, like, even with that, though, um, the Grizzlies, I don't know, I just, I, I don't think they like the idea of folding. Like, granted, they, like, they aren't nearly as good as they could be. Um, but like they like they have what hold up. Let me double check. Wanna make sure I don't tell you something wrong. Yeah. While you looking that up, I'm gonna go ahead and be honest with you. Um <clears throat> I don't exactly remember how you worded it, but um even with all those players being out, I'm not disappointed in what's going on in Grizzlies, I with the Grizzlies. I believe you guys should be looking forward to 2026 as well. Uh, like, though, you don't have the draft capital, but... Um, oh, yeah, Brandon Clark is healthy. I'm sorry. Yeah, all your... All your, um, oh, I'm sorry. All your best players are, like, super young. I have just, a legitimate question, though. Like, granted, I am aware that, like, the Nets probably don't care about the Grizzlies. 
because like the Grizzlies are a young team, not that great at the moment, if for no other reason, like they are a young team outside of Valencia Eunice. Um and like Winslow kind of. Yeah. Um but why would you rest KD and Kyrie both twice against the Grizzlies? I don't I don't fully know why you would do that, but I remember you saying something a few weeks back about um you can't really rest your players during nationally televised games. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right, that's right. So yeah. you go ahead and get that up. And like the Grizzlies don't get televised don't nationally televised games when they're good. Of course they're not when they're like mediocre to bad. Yeah, so do you, do you really want to watch? Like, it would be really nice to watch your team beat the Nets, but that's not the Nets. You didn't beat the Nets. Yeah, not but like it's still it's still a, it, those are still two Ws in the win column. Yeah, look, historically speaking, it's going to look good for you when you beat the Nets until you look at the context, and that's yeah. yeah. And but it's also uh, just like you're also hurt. Yeah, but look. I'm gonna be real with you. The context context here for the Grizzlies not being good so far is help. But if they were full string, we, we looking at like what are we? How many more wins are we looking at, Cal? Um, like realistically, at the moment, looking at who they've played. Probably like one, because like the because okay, so here's who they played so far, right? Uh, okay, correct, and I might say two because the Hawks, but okay, so so far here's who they here's who the Grizzlies have played: the Spurs, the Hawks, um, the Nets, the Celtics, the Hornets, the Lakers, the Cavs. Um, of course, they beat the Nets twice. They lost to the Cavs first time. It looks like they might win this time. They're currently playing right now. Um, they lost the Lakers, but, like, that makes sense. And by that point, there's no Morant. Yeah. Because right? Morant got hurt that first Nets game fairly early. Yeah. Nah, just... I know but, like. Really, but like if you add Morant back, it's conceivable that some of these games become wins or at least they're closer. But it's also, but it's also like say, but it's also that whole thing where like the way these things are set up, you with basketball in particular, you change one thing, you basically change the entire game. So it's, it's unless it's like unless it's like a closing seconds thing, it's kind of. It's like you put you plop down one person. It's a whole different game because that one person was in instead of somebody else. Yeah. But most of those dudes who I named who are out are supposed to get back healthy at around the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, in about in about a month, I think. In about a month. Yeah. It's not good, Calvin. <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. But like. Yeah, just, just blow the season up, baby. Go ahead and get that good draft pick. The, the draft is really good. The 2021 draft is, is 
especially at the top. If you get a top eight pick in this draft, your team is going to be much better. Don't fight it. Just let it come to you. Like, just. I mean, if I'm the players, though, it's very much about pride at a certain point. Because, like, they have to play all the games anyway. I agree with you. And I am all for fighting for your pride. Um, but I am also going through some changes in my life where I've heard that you have to let your ego go <laughs> to live a better existence. And, so, and the, the Grizzlies, you, you got to let your ego go. Just, just blow it up. You, you don't have a, you don't have enough. Because I honestly think you're gonna have to win something around like maybe 47, 47 games, maybe maybe forty four games in the West to get in the playoffs. Well, remember, know. wait, we're playing like what fifty something games this year? Was the usual eighty? The usual, the usual is eighty two. I think it's seventy yeah. this season. I thought okay, I thought it was like sixty something. Yeah. Let's see. But um, yeah. Let's let's go ahead and um move. Yeah, seventy two games okay. this season. But uh, yeah, y'all y'all not gonna win forty. I hate to put that probably on. Probably not. Like, if for no other reason, like, it, it'll probably be too late when folks come back. No. Uh, if you suck, this is the, this is the year to suck. Like, you ain't... <laughs> Take the L. You'll be much happier. But, like, argument, though, I feel like next year is probably a better year. Well, maybe it's just because I'm unfamiliar with dudes coming out this year. But, like, in the next couple of years, would probably be better reasons to suck than this one. Like, we've talked about some of the players of, like, 2021 and 2022 and such. Um, and, but I could be wrong. But also, Monty Bates is coming out in, what, two years? If, if he stays in if he stays in high school and doesn't reclass, it's he's not going to be eligible until 2023. Okay. But, yeah. but we were saying them, them, them kids look kind of serious. Yeah. Uh, and all I got to say for, for that witness, you'll be, you'll still be eligible for them kids in 2023, Calvin. I, I don't think we will be. Like, okay. Maybe not. Well, I mean, like we might, we'll probably still have our draft pick. We'll probably still have our draft pick, but like, I don't think it'll be a lottery pick. Okay, well, if you play your cards right, you're going to get a lottery pick this year, and you're going to get one next year. Yeah, I ain't got no faith in y'all, bro. Sorry. <laughs> I clearly, well, I'm going a, I'm to a have faith for no reason why not. Mm-hmm. And, like, the content, like, young players will continue to get better. I, we might not be a... I feel like we'll probably be in the playoffs. Might not be super high, and also it's the West, so like that's just it's a thing unto itself. But still, every time I think of, every time I hear someone say that about like the, the lower seeded, um, like normally the, the pits of each conference. And I'm sorry for the past couple of years, the Grizzlies have been at the pit. Oh, no, it's like I, I get it. We, I, I know. 
like the the turnaround's been in in terms of like having a, a bright future and whatever faster than expected to be sure. Yeah. But in the in the West, you got to win between forty five and fifty games. Nothing about your roster inspires me to believe that. Even in like two years, like I, maybe y'all get some crazy signings, but no offense to Memphis, was last time y'all got a good free agent? Wait, hold on. Like Please. a franchise changing free agent? Should I be more specific? That's that's probably fair, but like I I also don't have a strong answer for for no other reason. Like I don't know how Zebo got to the Grizzlies. Or Tony Allen, for that matter. But, I mean, your basic point still stands, though. But, like, I feel like given the, like, assuming John Morant, like, John Morant and Jaron Jackson Jr. continue to develop, like, we probably won't really need a true franchise-changing free agent. Just be smart about signing and like about free agents and drafting and they'll be fine like but also it's just like like you said it's it's Memphis and like for every reason with the Grizzlies even when even when they've been good consistently or were good consistently for like a decade well not for like, or for like half a decade decade whatever every year it's just like yeah they probably don't really got it like that and it's just like so, I hear that, and it's just, I don't know, a Tuesday? Well, a Monday, in this case. But, like, like even, like, I feel like even after we get good, people will be like, nah, they are, like, they, like every, the beginning of everything, like, nah, they, they, they aren't serious. Like, it's just the way of the world. It's the way of the world. You'll always have those days with Mark Gasol. But, uh, Let's go ahead and talk about the last team, I guess. The Timberwolves? Yeah. Perpetually last. Like. I mean, they have Anthony Edwards. That's a bright spot. Um, Towns and Russell are playing well. That's something. Um, The other dudes exist. Also, they apparently have Nas Reed on the team. I, yeah. I clearly I slept through something. Hmm? I want to say they drafted him. Oh, uh, no, he was undrafted. I remember that. I, disappoints me every time I, I hear that. I don't know why, but, yeah, he was undrafted. But he he's solid, but it's just... I don't know. It kind of like given their record, it's clearly empty numbers. Maybe they maybe their defense is crashed or something. Okay. The Wizards beat them by twenty one. Well, actually, correction. Apparently they are one of the worst teams in the league offensively and defensively. So from the a like point per game standpoint. Look, you made your point. They're they're garbage. But like I, I don't I don't know. Part of me is just like part of me wants to be like 
I want to give him some benefit of the doubt. Like, you know, maybe you'll write the ship or something. Like, but, like, they, I'm looking at this, they're currently 21st in the league in points per game in terms of scoring, and are 27th, like, the points per game 27th in the league currently. Um, they are ninth in pace, though. So, like, they play fairly fast. It doesn't get them wins. They play fairly fast. They play fast so the other team can go home fast. Go ahead and get their points faster. Like, is I don't... There are some franchises that when you see they've struggled for as long as they've existed, I'm just... I'm not... Is it is it built on, like, an agent, agent burial ground? Um... Did you? It, was it? Was the money dirty that actually got you the franchise? Like I'm just not sure what it is, because something about just human nature kind of tells us it's almost impossible for you to be inept for thirty plus years and not learn anything from it. I mean, they haven't. It hasn't been. They, they weren't completely inept when uh, Kate Garnett was there. Hey, there's a really good like uh, video by I can't think of the name of them, but it's a you. It's on YouTube, mm-hmm. and they go through how they wasted Kevin Garnett's career, like just like small stupid moves that they did that just like. Most they missed on like most of their draft picks. Like literally, the only person they hit on is um. Mobbing. The, the only person they hit on for a while was KG. Like I, I think it was like. Hold on, wait. How did Mobbing get? No, wasn't Mobbing drafted to them? I don't know if Marbury was drafted. I think he he was traded. But if Marbury did hit for them, like they they just they just had really bad luck with the draft and with the signings, it just, this isn't a, this isn't a good franchise. They've had different people in the front office. Like, I, I, I don't know what it is. That's, that's like a... Yeah, they, they drafted Marbury. He stayed like three years. If Marbury is the best person you drafted outside of uh, Kevin Garnett, you, you needed to sign somebody else. They had Kevin... Uh, Sam Cassell for a while. That that backcourt was good, but no, this this is an awful franchise, and I, I don't understand how you can be bad for this long. That that confuses me. I mean, a little bad luck and a little ineptitude can go a long way. That's too long, bro. That's thirty. <clears throat> they at this point have generational issues. Like you, you know how like a family picks up like a bad habit, and it just happens in generation after generation because there's nobody there to break the cycle. Mm-hmm. That's Timberwolves. I don't know who, who who it needs to be. Like Kevin Garnett was one of the scarier dudes that I remember watching in the NBA growing up. You mean to tell me that man couldn't get you to act right? If that man can't get you to act right, ain't nobody, ain't nobody. Can't nobody do it. I mean, I, I, I don't know. But 
It's just like they. I I don't know that I, I don't know why they're trash. Okay, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't. I don't have a lot of answers. Um, I <clears throat> I'm so frustrated with their ineptitude that I want us to go ahead and wrap up the podcast. We've been at it for almost two hours. Fair. Um, but um, before we go though, um, 